beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. Alright everybody, welcome to a very special episode of Smut Club. I'm Hannah. I'm Chelsea. And this is Kay. Woo-hoo. What up y'all? I don't know why I'm here, but um, <laughs> I, I'm you, here. Because we want you here, that's why Yeah, here. and you have read at least one of the same smut books as us and wanted to come and talk to us. Yeah, I'm here it. to provide the perspective of someone. I have never read, no, okay, I'm lying. After middle school, I have not read any smut. And so, hold it, hold up. Pause, 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 pause. Time pause. out and rewind. When you say thank you, you were reading smut. Oh yeah. In middle school, what kind? Um. So okay, this is going to be very specific, but okay. So let me see if I can find it. It's called like a hustler's wife. Hold up. You read a book called A Hustler. I don't hear I don't think you need to find it. Yes, by Nikki Turner. By (laughs) Nikki Turner. Anyone who knows those hood classics from back in the day. Yes, because there was a hustler's wife and then there was forever a hustler's wife. The autobiography of a hustler's wife. So this was the first smut you've read since middle school. Absolutely. When you read a hustler's wife. And these are the the like images. Did your mother know you were reading these, Carrie? No, because we would go to Barnes and Noble. And then in this would be in the African American book section would be these books. And so me and my sisters would buy them and we would just swap them out. And they were okay, I don't want to be disrespectful. They weren't the best, but they were disgusting. And so y'all didn't read smut books in middle school? No. No no. Can't say I did. <laughs> Actually, all right, here's a story of me reading a book in middle school. Um, One of my teachers had a little library in the classroom, and there was this book about this, like, no, hush, let me tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) It was not. It was, like, this, like, high school girl who discovered a book of magic and, like, kind of became a witch and was doing spells to get the boy to like her. And um, I grew up in a pretty conservative Christian household, so I did not tell my mother that I borrowed this book from the school. But somehow my mother found it in my backpack. And so she sat next to me on the couch and read the last several chapters and then told me how it ended and then (laughs) handed it back to me and said, return this. Um, So that's what reading books was like in middle school for me. I did not have the opportunity to read The Hustler's Wife. No, it was, oh yeah. And then Street Chronicles, Tales from the Hood. Absolutely. Yeah, we were. So I'm adding that to my list. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm we have next month's um, reading list. Next month's list review. Here. Yeah, well, that's no. fair. So for today, <laughs> we, that's going to be next month, and I can't wait. And it might not be, but it will get on the list at some point. <laughs> There's just so many good and bad books to be reviewed, and not enough time to review them all. And we love them all. We really do. We mm-hmm. are we are inclusive and welcome of. All smut. Um, today's smut is hidden by Rebecca Zanetti. Yes. So this is the first in a series, her Deep Ops series, I believe. 
Deep Ops. I you heard it. me. Yeah, I did. I, I see what we did there. <laughs> Have y'all both read all of the series? Yes. Sam. Yes. Okay, y'all, I've only read the one. Again, like I said, I'm just- But that's just, okay, because we're I'm just here my toes to go in through the, water the one. here, y'all. My toes is just feeling the tingle of the water. Do you- All right, well, let's just, I mean- just question. Do you want to read more of the series? Like after this one, were you like, I'm intrigued enough. I want to read more. Yeah, or no, I'm down to read okay. more well, that's of them. a good review. But I'm right? generally a pretentious reader. So I like We are good not. Books. I was going to say, we oh, good can't books. relate to um, that. I literally just reviewed a book called That Time I Got Drunk and Saved a Demon. So my my bar for acceptable isn't there. <laughs> I just don't like, have honestly, one. Honestly, my favorite thing is when I review a book and Hannah looks at me and she's like, that's some fucked up shit. And then like a week later, she's like, so I read it. Your review was spot on. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I thought you said it was some fucked up shit. And she's like, it was. Didn't, didn't stop me from picking it up. I didn't say I wasn't into it. <laughs> I just said it was fucked up. Exactly. So, all right. All right. Chelsea's throwing things. I got excited and hit my water bottle. Very excited I'm for move it out of the danger zone by Rebecca Zanetti. You have a wingspan. It's just a I, lot. I talk a lot with my hands, which does you no fucking good on a podcast. Like, do y'all see how like I'm tensed up my whole body because I'm very animated as well. And you know, last time I already almost destroyed your equipment with. Not look at yes, Vance. Please move any liquid. My husband just moved his <laughs> his beverage out of case wingspan. Yeah, yes, please. You do what yeah. you need to do. I'm trying. You know, the, we're these we're happen. all hands. To be honest, it's true. We both talk with our hands <laughs> and so much. Sometimes feet and sometimes feet are like there's a lot of shoulder shrugging, and you know what doesn't translate? A shoulder shrug. Um, not speaking and just <laughs> relying on your body language. Nonverbals. Yeah. Don't track. nonverbal. That's the word I was going for. We didn't quite make it there. That's why we're a team. It's true. All right. So, team, Rebecca Zanetti's hidden. It opens to Pippa. Yes. And this, so also to be clear, this book is follows one particular couple, and it does sort of wrap up most of the story in the book for this couple. So there's not a huge cliffhanger. It's more like standalone slash series. Yeah. Which I appreciate. There's nothing left. I mean, there is, but not for Pippa and Malcolm. So the name Pippa destroyed me this entire book because I just kept thinking, is it the 101 Dalmatians where they're like, Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes, that is. is all I heard every time I read the name Pippa. I just thought of Peppa Pig. That's way more So relevant. I used to think Pippa was a cute name until this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> well, I love Peppa Pig for one reason and one reason only. And that's the episode of the show where she's trying to learn how to whistle and she can't do it. So she calls her friend, the little lamb chick, and is like, I can't whistle. And the lamb is like, well, how do you do it? And she's like, you put your lips together and blow. And the lamb is like, like this? And then she makes a perfect whistle sound. And Pippa does not respond. She just pulls the phone from her ear and hangs up the phone. 
We stan a queen that's like, okay, look, I'm here to complain. <laughs> like, you're not here. Like, why are you succeeding at something I'm exactly. failing at? Exactly. That's not the vibe. Okay, and I, love I do it. know several parents who are like, I don't watch my kid watch Peppa Pig because Peppa Pig's an asshole. <laughs> she is, and I love it. <laughs> but we love a realistic queen. <laughs> Hannah's like, my children will exclusively watch Peppa Pig. Yeah. Somebody sent me something the other day that said, um, uh, if you can't say something nice, say something witty but devastating. And they were like, "You, this is you as a parent if that ever happens. And I was like, mm, yeah, I mean, as long as you can make somebody cry but it's kind of funny, that's that's cool. Like schadenfreude. You just like <laughs> love schadenfreude. That's, that's your jam. Mm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway, Guys, so we open with Pippa. We, we, we open, open with, with Pippa. Pippa. Not Peppa Pig, which is now what is going through my head. <laughs> and so Pippa is looking through the window of her house at her neighbor's house where mm-hmm. her new dangerously handsome, they that was specific wording I noted, okay. the dangerously handsome neighbor was moving in. So she's like creeping on the hot neighbor moving in and then they make eye contact and she's like, oh, fuck, didn't want him to see me. And so she just, like, drops to the floor. She does. She hits the deck 100%. So she's watching him. He's got this scar on his face. He's moving these boxes. He's by himself. She's like, does he not have friends or family? He's That's rugged. weird. He's big. He's so He's rugged. strong. And so big. And so— But why do—but, like, that's—why is you staring that hard? Like, you just looking out the window lonely. for a long time. Yeah. She, like, never—I mean, we'll get there, but she, like, never sees anyone she's in the lonely. world. So she's just like, oh, another human that I could interact with? But, like, you're just looking—imagine, like, you just see someone looking. I feel like that's the scariest situation is to see someone looking at me. As a from, woman, yes. From through their— yeah, okay. Yeah, that but like it just generally I, feel like it's a different I never want to see men. someone looking at me outside of a window. No, I I'm I'm with you. Okay, Kay, so what I hear us saying is you have a lot of friends and you can't relate to Pippa in this experience. Right. So regardless, she hits the deck. And, and like so, hides for like 15 minutes. Yeah, so I have it noted that she hides for like 15 minutes and she's just like flat on the ground in her kitchen trying to hide. And then she stands up thinking the coast is clear, but this motherfucker is now standing in her window looking at her. And so she's like, nope, and screams real loud and then runs to her bedroom where she has a panic attack and takes a Xanax. But, like, he was in the window, so he sees all of this All of it. Like, this is not subtle. This is not low-key. He is watching this whole journey. And bless his heart, he, like, rings the doorbell because he's like, hey, lady, like, I saw you fall. Are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. Go away. Don't don't come talk to me. As as she's, like, clearly not okay. And he just watched her not be okay at all. (laughs) And he's like— Okay, I guess. And so he goes back to his house. And then uh, a new individual shows up at the neighbor's house that we learn his the neighbor's name is Malcolm. Um, the dude shows up and it looks like he's in withdrawal from alcohol. He's got like DTs and is sweating. I, yeah, all right. I had some questions and thoughts. I was like, so we're just going to have Angus Force. <laughs> Angus motherfucking force show up and an active alcohol withdrawal. Yep. Yep. And we're all supposed to think this is a this like normal. 
It feels normal because then, naturally, our dear friend Angus offers Malcolm a job um, because Malcolm is a former undercover operative, and um, there is some hinting about a recent trauma that is why Malcolm no longer works as an undercover cop. And apparently Angus set him up to buy this house, like made it so that he had to buy this house yeah, in like, particular. Like the realtor only showed him shitty options except this house. Like as soon as this house came on the market, he jumped on it. Right. It's so like Angus forced, like straight up manipulated this man mm-hmm. into buying this house. Also worth noting, this house, it's like at the end of a cul-de-sac – it's just Pippa's house and Mal's house. There's, like, nothing else around except mm-hmm. acreage. And while they have two houses, they have a f- shared fenced-in backyard. Right, because it used to be two sisters living next door to each other that built these houses, which is not relevant at all. And so then— Y'all got some memory on that ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was like, wait, this motherfucker was an alcohol withdrawal? I'm flipping through my Kindle right now. Like, God damn, let me check the source. <laughs> she said, hold up, let me confirm. <laughs> She's like, y'all had a really different experience of this book than I did. I'm like, damn, y'all. But again, like, is it relevant to the story? Not especially this time. Kind of. I feel like, yeah, knowing that the, it's in the cul-de-sac, it's, like, remote, like, and, like, he was tricked. I'm like, but how the fuck you get tricked? In, in this economy, <laughs> how the fuck you get tricked into buying a house, bitch? The well, closing process? I think that this book in particular came out several years ago. So I think the economy was in a different place. We were pre-COVID. It was a different landscape. Okay, you're right. You know what I'm saying? So, regardless. So, Angus Force works for the Homeland Defense Department. Sure. Yeah. HDD. Yeah. HDD, as they as they call it. Um, and Which Ma- sounds like a fucking STI to me, personally. <laughs> Have you or a loved one recently <laughs> suffered from HDD? <laughs> Oh, man, you're totally right. Um, And Mal had been an undercover cop up in, like, New York. Yes. And so um, Angus had manipulated this whole situation and tells Malcolm that the chick next door is linked to homegrown terrorists, and he wants Malcolm to watch her. Yeah, he's like, the girl next door is, like, the key to the giant, like, the biggest threat to national security that we've seen in a long time. And and you're the best undercover operative we've ever seen, so only you can help us. So is the Homeland Defense Department, is this, like, some private duty shit? Like, because I was like, what kind of sketch government agency is this? It is sketch. It is sketch. Yeah. I was like, so is this like a... This is not above board. Is this like the Eric Prince, like, black, whatever, where he has the private army? So I think it does get explained later in the book that Angus Force basically manipulated his way into getting the team that he wants, but they didn't really fund him. And so they're like, you can do whatever you want, but we're not going to give you any money Good luck about it. Yeah, like, they essentially set him up to fail, but mm-hmm. they were trying to shut him up and give him something because of um, other stuff. Other stuff. But if they didn't give him any— So Malcolm used his own money to buy? I yes. Think, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
To buy the house. Well, to yeah. buy the house. He I was keep, just buying the house anyway. Yeah, I'm so I sorry think, I keep circling back. <laughs> I, well, here's the thing. I think he was just buying a house she and stuck wanted on the to mortgage buy a house. Really I'm stuck is. on these motherfucking mortgage She's payments. like, was it a fixed rate? <laughs> what are we talking here? Are we talking like 10 over 30 fixed? Are we talking 15-year total? What's is it, happening? Is there an escrow? Like, these are the dudes. Is this a 30-year? Like, this is... Okay, so, so he was just know. buying a house and <laughs> okay, wanted to buy I, a house. I'm, I'm, and, yeah, I'm moving past and it. And then force Slowly. manipulated it, him into buying this one so he could get him to take a job for this very poorly funded team. It's not as though, like, the team is, like, like not able to pay salaries, but they're just not, like, a well-funded, have a lot of resources kind of team. Right. So Pippa is continuing to watch through the window at the neighbor's house, and she sees that— um, the new neighbor has a visitor, and so she opens the door, and the visitor has a dog who, like, busts in and knocks her on her ass on her porch. I just want us to note, she waved, like, she was creeping through her window again. Roscoe the dog, who's one of my favorite characters I in this love entire Roscoe series. Dog. Yes. Roscoe the dog is sitting in Angus Force's car, like, in his truck, Pippa waves at him through the window. He hops out of the truck window. So she goes and um, opens her front door to greet him. Yes. And then he knocks her over. Yes. That is also a very true part of it. But I was also like, I was like, girl, you are not a good shut-in here. That's what, okay. I was like, it's not giving shut-in. It's giving nosy bitch vibes. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm shut the fuck in, I'm shut the fuck in. I don't want to see nobody. I don't, like, this bitch is very sociable. And then she's out there baking all this. I'm like, you live alone. Why are you making, hold up, here we go. Freshly baked banana bread, chocolate chip cookies, and homemade. This bitch is wasting ingredients. I just couldn't get over this. I was like, who is eating this? In this economy? In this? Okay, yeah. Okay, so y'all could tell that I'm finally watching my wallet. So, like, (laughs) so it's just fresh on my mind. All right, guys. But regardless, Pippa is all up in Malcolm's shit. And so he comes over to check on her because he sees that she's been knocked over. And so then she just, like, blurts out that she's not a virgin. Literally, I wrote down the exact conversation. She goes, Pippa Smith. He goes, Malcolm West. She goes, I'm not a virgin or anything. Like, (laughs) what? I'm like, and then in the book, she's like, I can't believe I blurted that out. And I'm like... No know, one can. He said the can. worst thing. He goes, is that an invitation? I don't know if no. that's the worst thing. If I, Well, all right. Question. How are you supposed to respond? Because <laughs> if you're like, I'm Kay. And I'm like, I'm Chelsea. I'm sorry. I'll do it the other way. So it's not like if I'm like, <laughs> I'm Chelsea. And you're like, I'm Kay. And I go, I'm not a virgin. Like, how are, okay. there's no this good is, okay, response. You know what? Yes, there is. You just pretend it didn't happen. You just say, okay. Uh, how long have you lived here? And then you just move on. Do you keep a conversation going with them? I feel like that conversation <laughs> ended before it began. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if I'm like, I'm Chelsea. And you're like, I'm Hannah. And I'm like, I'm not a virgin. I don't expect you to keep talking to me. Maybe I'm trying to be neighborly. I don't know. But regardless... <laughs> Pippa is trying to be neighborly because, as Kay mentioned, all of these copious amounts of baked goods, she just, like, loads Malcolm up with this shit and is like, have a, have a great day. Okay, no, but I want to pause. Oh, God. Because 
I feel like every time I say I want to pause, you're like, fuck, what now? No, that, I felt that in my soul. When you said, well, I was like, what has happened already? It's, it's normal. We're like not even it's in normally, the chapter. We, we aren't. It's just a tangent. Of so, course it is. Well, no, it's not a, all right. Here, when he's like, is that an invitation? And they just have this like super intense conversation. He's like, why do I scare you? And then later he's like, are you just scared of me or of all men? And like, why don't you like cops? And I'm like, what is, like, this is y'all's first conversation ever and we've already covered her virginity. <laughs> and he's like asking all of these deeply personal yeah, questions. Are, and she's like, are Here's you agoraphobic? I'm like, right? Are you? Right. Mind your fucking business. Yeah, so then she's like, all right, here's some baked goods. Have a good day. Like, the whole exchange, I'm like, what just happened? And then the the best part to me is Malcolm then leaves the house and immediately calls Angus and is like, I'll take the job. Yeah, he's like, I want to file on Pippa. Yep. And then hangs up. Yep. So then Pippa has a nightmare. So we apparently flash forward in the evening. Pippa has a nightmare. There's a big storm going on. She wakes up and she sees Malcolm is outside in the storm um, and gets hit with a falling branch. And so... (laughs) Yeah, like, she she goes to get water. He's having a panic attack in the backyard during the storm and then just suddenly... Gets hit with a branch. branch And goes down. It's a hell of a storm. It is. So then she goes out to help him. Um, like, brings him into her house, but, like, their clothes are sopping wet. Don't say the word sopping. <laughs> and then she says to him, you don't have any fat. <laughs> she does. I'm sorry. Is that better than what I said? <laughs> yes. <laughs> On principle, the word sopping is a no for me, personally. That is a word that, like, there could be a scene that you're like, this scene's getting kind of hot. And then you, like, they'll, like, use the word sopping. And you're like, that killed any and all vibes. All of it. And again, I think I feel like we've said this before. The more that I read smut, the longer the list of words I have that will fucking kill it. Yes. It, it just gets then, longer. How do you balance that? Because I feel like. You read better authors. <laughs> Which we choose not to do. But I feel like the sex <laughs> scenes in this book were actually. You <laughs> just heard that. Um, but okay. Okay, so as someone who's not into smut, um, this book, even though we're not making it seem like there's a plot, I feel like we're not doing this book justice right now. I feel like we're not doing the homie justice. We're only I, like three pages into the yeah, book. Yeah, we're point. we're seven percent in per per my Kindle at this Fuck. point. We are um, the chaotic. Energy. Yeah, but I don't feel like we're giving. So if anyone's listening and you're like, chaotic "Fuck that neutral book," or chaotic good. Yeah, this is a good book, you <laughs> chaotic guys. Chaotic neutral. Yeah, just read the book for real. It's actually good. There is a plot. Even though we're destroying it systematically. No, well, no, we aren't destroying it. We're just taking Not there yet. the scenic route, mm-hmm. e- exploring the plot. Right. So, yes. Um, so, she takes him into her house. She notices that he is super hard. And then she asks him to be friends. <laughs> and Mal's like, maybe we should try being friends when we're fully clothed. And yeah. not wearing wet clothing. So then they agree to meet up the next day to go for a, a walk. And all I can think is like a Jane Austen plot where it's like, would you like to go for an afternoon constitution around the grounds? And it's like, we're past that. We've seen each other in our underwear, apparently sopping wet when your dick was hard. We're past a, a lovely afternoon stroll. 
I heard it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's why I used it because I needed you to hear it. <laughs> I can't say I won't use it again, but I did hear it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, everyone. So then the next day, Mal goes to meet Angus at the office where they're supposed to be. Just like in like the basement of a sketchy business complex. Yeah. And do you want to say the name of the person Fuck that you, she Hannah. Sees there? You know I don't want to say the name, but I will. <laughs> we we get to meet one of my other favorite characters in this series, Clarence Woof. <laughs> Woof is one of my favorite characters throughout this series. You're going to learn more about him. He's quirky as shit, and we all know I can't say the word. So, Hannah, what's his real name? Clarence Wolf. Cool. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I think Kay just learned something about me. Yeah. You can't say the word wolf? She can't. We've tried. I've tried coaching her. She can't do it. It's not a new thing, Kay. What rhymes with wolf? Can you? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Whatever that is rhymes with wolf. I was just going to seek the internet. Um, no, no, people have definitely tried that, like, by association. Like, can you say that word and we can get back to here? Not consistently. I can, but it takes me a very long time to say it, and it's not worth it. So I just say woof and hope no one questions it. But didn't y'all on. read an entire smut book about yeah. wolf? I did, did, and it was a solo Fucking review. It was, and so she had to do two solo reviews, actually, one about werewolves and one about a character named Wolf, and frankly, that it was my favorite thing we did. But I've also noticed, why is it such a prominent name in smut? <laughs> I don't know. It like It's in it's all a, this. I, think, I feel like it's a primal kink that people aren't calling out fully. But is Clarence giving Primal King energy? Uh, Yes, he does eventually in future books. In the future. He's like a quirk. Here's the thing. Throughout this book, like, he has the kitten that we'll meet named Cat, and he likes to get everyone the lattes with the sprinkles. But also, like, the way they describe him in an interrogation, I'm like, that man is terrifying. Yeah, he's fucking nuts. So he had a traumatic brain injury. Mm -hmm. And just kind of leaned into it. Yep. <laughs> so now that we've it. met Clarence. Yes. Um, Angus tells Malcolm that Pippa was in a cult and they think that she is a sleeper agent planning a suicide attack, but they don't know when or where. And then um, he also wants Malcolm to go undercover in the cult itself to figure out what's going on. But he wants her, he also wants Malcolm to get close to Pippa to figure out her role in things. So he's essentially going on two undercover assignments. Yes. And is like running point on this. Mm -hmm. So that's about – the only other thing that I would note that we learned there is the name of the cult leader. His name is Isaac Leon. He calls himself like the one and like Mm – The prophet. Yeah, prophet. The alpha alpha and omega. Yes. (laughs) And so like we've learned a little bit about that. Um, and we also know that Pippa's mother is still in the cult. Yes. And then we're back at the houses. Malcolm and Pippa are on their walk. She is very nervous. And he, for some reason, asks her to come organize his kitchen. I just... She's very easily... Like, for someone who's, like, made it out of a cult and is aware of 
manipulation mm-hmm. tactics. But then she was also in a cult. Well, she was raised there, though. She was, yeah, she yeah. was raised. Yeah. But still, like, your point is is fair because she is very gullible in all of this. And then she, in this conversation, lies about her mom being dead. And Malcolm knows that she's lying because he's read her file. So she says, yeah, my mom's dead. And he's like, um, okay. And then he asks her what she does for a living, Mm. and she says she's a virtual assistant. And he's like, oh, for, like, what type of companies? And one of the companies she supports is a construction company. So then Mal is like, oh, that means she might actually have access to explosives. So, like, things may not all be going great with Pippa. Right. And or for Pippa. So then Malcolm goes back to the office. He takes the baked goods that Pippa has made for him. So they are not being wasted. I know Kay's worried about it. We love that. Yeah. So they're not wasted. He takes them to the office. He meets the team shrink Nari Zhang. um, And they discuss Pippa about, like, her psychology and stuff. And um, that we also learn in that exchange that they do have an informant in the cult. So we don't know who the informant is. We just know that somebody in the cult is already working with this team to help gather information. Um, We also learn that Pippa's identity didn't actually come into being until, like, several years ago. Yes. So, like, she, like, it seems like she left the cult around seven years ago— um, is that when Pippa came into being, or was that like five years ago? She changed her name multiple times, yes, and so Pippa is a newer identity. But all of her fake names start with P, and so Malcolm is like, "I bet her real name starts with P," ha ha ha, because they have no idea. So he's just making shit up. Well, well like, and you're making the same kind of password every time, so it's like close <laughs> enough. So that you can remember it. Right. So yeah. it's just like adding like, so like a one or Okay, a let two. me shut up before people start hacking me because I'm looking <laughs> at my husband right now because he knows my passwords are terrible. <laughs> okay. Well, and so they also have pictures of a monthly meeting that Pippa has with another former member of the cult mm-hmm. that um, that girl, when she was in the cult, her name was Tulip. That's all we really know to identify her as at this point or from these pictures. And... We learn that they meet at this really isolated diner once a month, and their scheduled meeting is tomorrow morning. Yes. So then Malcolm goes home. Pika, Pika, Pippa makes him a casserole. She needs more in her life. And, like, I get why she doesn't have more in her life, but, like, girl, be a little less thirsty. She can't. So she makes a casserole and then takes it to his house for dinner. Um, And she has a little too much wine, and they make out. It's pretty hot. He, like, pops her on the counter, and there's a whole thing. Um, And then um, Malcolm is so caught up in this makeout session that he forgets that Wolf is searching her house. And he has a, a calm in his ear. And so uh, our buddy Clarence can hear all of it. All of it. The whole the whole hot and heavy makeout session. And uh, Clarence doesn't find anything weird in the house um, except a go bag that she has that has cash and clothing and uh, papers, essentially, for her to leave the country if needed. And a gun. 
And, and like, a gun. It was like 20K right. and a gun and a passport and all, you know, yeah. your usual go bag. Standard go things, bag materials. Whatever you normally put in there, that's what she had. Mm-hmm. And then he feels really bad that they searched her house and there was nothing in it. And he's like, oh. But, like, also, how do we feel ethically about these tactics? I just— I mean, they do think that they're going to stop a national terrorist threat. So you think— So, like, do the ends justify the means? I just—I don't know, because, like, I just watched a show on Netflix about, like, false confessions or whatever. And then, like, like, how they created this, like, gangster whatever to be, like— to basically get someone to falsely confess, and it's like, do the ends justify the means? I just, in my head, well, that's why I'm like, what is this HDD STD? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the thing, right? Is that they're not, it, both both sides probably think that they're right. And so, like, I'm sure these guys really believe that they're doing the right thing to protect people. And they don't have a ton of oversight because they don't have much funding and people don't expect them to do much. And Angus is drunk anyway. And so they're just doing their thing. Kay really out here trying to raise everyone She's to this higher moral standards. And we're just like, they just had a hot and heavy makeup I, scene on the counter. I'm very, I'm a very pretentious reader. I <laughs> apologize. No. I will not bring up any it. further ethical concerns. <laughs> No, we Please welcome do. ethical concerns. So <laughs> the other thing that happens in the conversation between Pippa and Mal um, is that, like, Pippa tells him, like, she has a meeting tomorrow, but, like, doesn't tell him that it's in Minuteville, which right. is, like, the where the isolated diner is. Because we did forget to mention earlier that he, like, when she delivers the casserole to him. He's kind of like, seemed like he's had a hard work day. And he's like, oh, and like, I have to work tomorrow. And I have to go to this, this like small town called Minuteville. So he's entirely setting her up, knowing mm-hmm. that she's going to this like tiny isolated town to meet her friend at the diner tomorrow. Right. Or meet the other cult member. We don't really know anything about her at this point. Yes. Um, so he tells her he's going to Minuteville. She says she has a meeting tomorrow, but, like, doesn't tell him that they're going to be in the same place. Right. So then Pippa goes to meet her friend who also escaped – or the chick who also escaped the cult. And in the cult, she, she takes two Pippa. Xanax this time. She does take and two Xanax And then drives, which made me feel a little <laughs> – unsafe. Um, if we want to raise ethical concerns. Kay, you are a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So is, I, I was like, um, uh, yeah. So there's just so many things that I kept going, what is happening right now? She's taking to Xanax. But we also don't know the far. dosage. Like, are these, like, baby bits? Is she doing yeah, a maybe, whole bar? Maybe they're like, 0.25s. We'll just assume that. I love the narrative we're filling we'll in just, here. We'll just <laughs> assume that. So then... They're at the diner. She has put dye in her hair. She's wearing a hat. She's done all kinds of things to try to, mm-hmm, to try to alter her appearance. And then Malcolm, surprise, is also at the diner meeting someone, some DA or something from New York to under the guise of wrapping up a case. Um, well, not not under the guise. They were they were actually meeting to wrap up his last undercover case. So right. it like actually worked out. But they wouldn't have met in yes, Minnesota. He totally played it. That they were there, but he was wrapping up the case. Yes. Yeah. So then um, the place gets shot up. (laughs) (laughs) So then. (laughs) Which we, in 
we're not sure why. We're not sure of the motives of the shooter. We do learn in the future that the DA's phone had been tapped, and it was about Malcolm. Malcolm's like under last undercover assignment that they were there wrapping up. That's the only reason I went back to that. Right. Well, and the, so Malcolm is protecting Pippa through all of this, trying to make sure that she's safe. And then he, they, they wrap up with the cops. Pippa. And her friend, we learn, who goes by Trixie now, they do a really good job of talking to the cops and kind of, like, pretending that they don't know anything about anything ever. Thanks. Bye. And so then um, Malcolm goes home, um, and he gets drunk with Angus and Wolf. And then he has a nightmare that seems like a flashback about killing a really young guy. Can we pause Wait, I know. We I was like, I'm sorry. Though. We have another ethical concern oh that I have God. to bring up that they gave the dog alcohol. Oh, right. I'm not concerned because the dog has been to the vet several times to check when he's consumed alcohol. I forgot. About That's that. honestly, I wanted to go back, not because it was, a, was an ethical concern, but because Roscoe the dog is we, stealing people's he booze. Has, so throughout the entire series, Roscoe has a lot of quirks that we learn about. He is one of my favorite characters in this entire situation. And yes, one of his kryptonites is whiskey and Jack Daniels. And so if the bottle's open, the dog will get drunk. Yeah. It's like the dog in Paradise PD. Yes, exactly. But that was like meth. That. Right. And also he was like, t- he was sentient and like. Talk to people. It wasn't like a dog dog situation. Yeah, but why does he like alcohol so much? Because I don't think that's the point. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I feel like Kay is asking the important questions that we chose that to ignore. We, <laughs> like, I think you and I are intentionally obtuse about a lot of shit that happens in these books. But, like, as I was reading, I was like, like, these are the things I'm thinking, but I was like, but I'm still into it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you're as pretentious as I am, you can still enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. Which is good. <laughs> so, <laughs> Roscoe gets drunk. And, uh, like, and they then, all do, actually. And, like, honestly, it's a really sweet bonding moment. And Wolf mm. is like, it's really nice to be, like, a part of a team again. So there's, there's just kind of this sweet moment. But when all of the drinking is done, Mal has... Another bad dream when he wakes up in a panic and once again runs outside mid-panic attack. Right, because the dream is about killing a young guy while he was undercover that he was really close to. So he does. He goes outside having his panic attack. And then Pippa, again, shows up outside and is like, now's the time to make out. In yoga pants. Well, and she's like, you saved me. (laughs) Let me save you. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean, Pippa? She doesn't know. She's thirsty. She real thirsty. Like, this is, I mean, I know she's, like, isolated because she's avoiding the cult. She is 100% horn down tea. to clown. She is. Horn tea. <laughs> right? I was like, this bitch Pippa, her vulva is pulsating. <laughs> I was like, like, it just, she just kept giving me pulsating vibes this entire time. I feel like pulsating is going to go on my list. (laughs) Depending on the context, because I do agree that if I'm ever reading a book and it's like, enter pulsating vulva, I'll be like, I'm out. I'm out right now. That's the kind of smut I would be writing. Y'all would be like, okay, that's fucking disgusting and clinical. I'm like, this is where I tap out. Case is clinical. Case is like, when I woke up in the morning, I took 30 milligrams. (laughs) 
of of my antidepressant as prescribed. <laughs> And then my vulva was pulsating. Meanwhile, no, I'm over No, actually, here. with the antidepressant, my vulva was yeah. not pulsating. <laughs> I was going to say. Honestly, <laughs> which one was That's it, the premise of Kay's entire book. Someone whose libido has been suppressed from their okay. antidepressant okay. finding their groove but again. But then finding someone who... Okay, but then... But to be fair, that plot slaps. <laughs> is, it, is it like... Stella, it's Stella gets her groove back okay. with Zoloft? Yes. Or? Uh, <laughs> Like, yes, you can have it all. That is the tagline. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, this bitch is down to clown. So, no, but on it, like, she is so thirsty. Yeah. And, like, like I I, to, I guess to her credit, she, like, he is the first man that she's probably seen in years. But, like, girl, keep your legs closed. She can't because then she decides that they should bang because she needs to run because he is a former cop and she doesn't feel safe in her home anymore. So she's like, I gotta go, I gotta go, but first I'm let- about to get my dick wet. Exactly. She's like, I am gonna get it before I get gone is basically like the vibe. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie. My husband also read this book recently. He produces the podcast, and he was very excited that our friend Kay was going to come and review it with us. And he's like, can I be on the episode, too? And I was like, only if you read the, read the book. Like, you can't be on the show if you haven't read the book. And his retelling of this scene, I was almost in tears. Do you want to join us? He has a mic on. He, I think he's coming. I mean, I'm happy to. I'm trying to remember... What did I say? So this is when, like, they are about to get frisky, <laughs> and he's like, "How long's it been?" Oh yeah, this and bitch she said, doesn't want to answer. Is a bat cave, like it is cobwebs. Okay, <laughs> how long? <laughs> Feels tight. <laughs> Feels like a long time. He's like, yeah. He's like, feels just, like it's been a while, and which like, is what? not how vaginas work. But okay, <laughs> like I'm like, do you just think like if there's too many dicks that go in, it becomes loose like a wizard's sleeve? <laughs> like, what? It's, a, it's a bat sleeve. I asked you a question. Yeah. That, oh like, yeah. You're, you're gonna answer me. It gets really. He's like withholding an orgasm, and it like it escalates so quickly into things that I'm like, do you guys have this trust in a sexual relationship? You, you've never had sex before. Right. And then he, she does eventually answer him. She is really enjoying this brat role she's taking on, like working him up. And so then she does eventually answer because he fingers her until she does. And then he gets naked. It's been five years. And my... Notes just say huge cock. That's all yeah, it says. Th- th- because even the author, I think she was even, she was like still trying to brainstorm. She was like, whoa, he was long and hard, thick too. She pressed her mouth together. Was it possible to be too big? I feel like the author was like, I don't know, should I make it too big? I don't know. I guess we're going to go for it. Okay, yeah, he's <laughs> going right. to be too big. So, okay, one of the things we've talked about a lot on here is... Boyfriend dick versus husband dick. They're different dicks. Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, you're like, you don't mind for boyfriend dick dating someone who's a little too big. Yeah. But, like, husband dick, you're like, I don't want to be married. Like, I don't have time for that. Like, like, I'm not trying to be stressed out right now. I don't want to have to have two orgasms to make it workable. (laughs) You know? Like, I have things to do. 
Like, a bitch. Exactly. Uh, we love <laughs> respecting my time. <laughs> Regardless, well, he and, has a big dick and then eats her out. Yeah, he has a big dick, he eats her out, and then... But she had been very much like, we'll, we'll, we just have tonight she's, because she's planning on running away. So then, like, after their, like, first round, he's like, you're mine for the night, remember? Like, I'm not done with you. Right. And I'm like, He was still like, inside her at that point. They were very clear about I that. I love my husband. <laughs> notes. Holy shit. Because his, his manhood became swollen again. So I'm very sorry. I can't make it sound sexy. I'm making everything sound... It didn't, sound honestly. I wouldn't say Like I'm writing an ER assessment. It didn't. Because he fucks her over the kitchen table, and it's very clear that, like, it hurts. Right. It hurts. But then she's telling him that's what she wants. Right. Which, I'm not here to kink shame. Apparently, she's into it. Um, and then... Uh, it just seems like it goes from, like, 6 to midnight so quickly yeah. that you're like, wait, what? Like... How did we get I here? didn't know their sexual relationship had progressed already or escalated so quickly. Well, it didn't until Pippa was like, I'm here for it. And Malcolm was like, all right, then. And then that's <laughs> how it happened. So then my notes say he comes instantly hard again. Apparently, he was still inside her. Thank you, Vance, for that note. Appreciate for it. For some reason, I just Good imagined – um, like Malcolm and Pippa being like that. My safe word is don't stop. <laughs> like, that's kind of their energy. Meanwhile, I'm like, my safe word is bubbles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So anyway. I'm like, yeah, this is getting hot and heavy. And like, y'all, because of a medical procedure, I'm I'm not allowed to orgasm for some time. So I really do appreciate that's maybe that's why I'm inadvertently just making this a very clinical situation. <laughs> you do what you need to do to cope. You know, right? we're not here to judge how people manage their situations. Nope. Not I mean, at all. we are, but not you. <laughs> we love that. Mainly just Pippa and Malcolm. So then Malcolm is back at the office. So it pretty much ends with him like your mind for the night, carrying her to the bedroom, and then Malcolm is back at the office. Um, and he feels really bad for banging Pippa, like mm, real bad. And he disabled her car before he left the house in case she tried to run while he was gone. So he did something to her vehicle so it wouldn't start. Um, and then this is when our friend Clarence shows up with a kitten. So this man in the book is like six eight massive, massive dude, special ops, all of this shit. And he just has a kitten hanging out in his pocket. Like a dirty kitten that he just, like, found and rescued and, like, popped in his pocket. And then then started feeding goldfish and was like, this is my new best friend. A dirty kitten who's missing part of his ear. Named Cat Cat. with a K. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, and then... um, my notes just say Angus's dog is an alcoholic and likes to wear women's shoes. Yes, we do <laughs> learn about Roscoe's second quirk, which is he um, likes high heels. Yeah, he always wants to be bigger, taller. He wants to be the biggest dog in the room. So he will take whatever height he can get, but then right. he will eventually chew the heels. 
Yeah, Roscoe is a size queen with a complex. Yes. And then we also learn that they decide that Mal is actually going to start the second half of his undercover assignment this afternoon, and the second half being actually, like, infiltrating the cult. Right. Right. And they go over all of Pippa's previous identities and stuff, Um, and then— We flash back to Pippa, who wakes up to a note from Malcolm that he went to work. Um, And so then she decides to go back to sleep after seeing this note. And I smell him on the sheets. It feels so cozy. And just like goes back to sleep. Once again, we've discussed this. What is the fascination with odor in these books? Like just the fixation on the smell. I I, I don't understand. I feel like it's like smell is so sensual. Is it? Like I know, like, like I love you, like olfactory things can like trigger memories. memories. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. So okay. So tr- they're trying to get you to dig into your own past and copy and paste and fill in the blanks. <laughs> copy and paste. <laughs> we have read a lot, a lot of books that feel like a copy paste. This wasn't one of them. No. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like that. Like it was. It was. Like, the sex scenes, even though, like, obviously I have my ethical concerns that I'm moving on from slowly. Um, they were written tastefully. And you can get through, like, you know. You, you can, can get, get through, through them. <laughs> <laughs> we can get on board. And then, like, Honestly, we, I think for me it's never getting through. It's getting on board right, or yeah. not. It's, yes. Can I suspend my ethics long enough right. to get on and board? And I was able to. I was able to suspend my ethics. There you go. And then this is when the plot... Like, I was like, okay, because now we start getting into this cult. Yes, the plot thickens. Yes. Much like Malcolm. So then uh, Pippa goes back to sleep. I'm so sorry that I said that. But again, like, it came out of my mouth and it it happened. So anyway. Mm, Sounds like my prom night. (laughs) (laughs) So Pippa goes back to sleep and has this dream. Um... And the dream is about when her and her mother first joined the cult. Pippa was about 10 years old when they first joined. Mm-hmm. Her given name, biological name growing up is Jennifer. Um, but we learn that her deceased father used to call her Pipsqueak. And so that's yes. where all of those P Names. aliases mm-hmm. came from. And she meets Isaac for the first time. And he tells her that she's the chosen one. She's very special. And he gives her the name Mary. And then makes out with her mom. Yeah. And it's like, someone come get Mary so that her mother and I can have a cleansing. And you're like, oh, no, that's not what we want to do This is one of those moments where, like, your definition of cleansing and my definition of cleansing feel different. Well, and Isaac tells Mary, like, you can call me Isaac instead of having to call him, like, the prophet or Alpha and Omega mm-hmm. or something like that. And so when he's like, you can call me Isaac, her mom's like, oh, my gosh, Mary, what an honor. And you're yeah. like, oh, this isn't good for this 10-year-old. Yeah, she's the only one allowed to call him by his name. Um, not to be confused with a Timothy Chalamet movie or <laughs> a little Nas X <laughs> So then we're back with Malcolm. <laughs> we're back with Malcolm. He goes to a bar to infiltrate this cult. So he basically pretends to be um, himself, but drunker and sadder, right? That was my favorite part when they're like, all right, so the, they're like, <laughs> the cult is recruiting at this bar. And he's like, cool, what's my cover? And they were like, you're you. 
And add some extra self-loathing. And add some Angus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Use me as a character study. As a muse. Yeah. So he goes to this bar and gets hit on by this really young girl. And he's like, I am not into that. Um, And then he's like, but maybe I am. So th- this whole thing happens where he's trying to like engage with the cult members, but he doesn't want to, like, touch this girl, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't want any part of that, but he needs to be in character for it. So um, he also meets a guy named Tree, which isn't relevant, but I I was stuck on it. So— Yeah, Isaac just be out there— Naming folks. Giving everyone new names that everyone just, like, accepts as gospel. And I'm like, what are you— Like, I don't know. I guess— you trust the cult leader that much, but I don't know if someone came up to me and that Chelsea, your new your new name is Twig or Branch. I'd like I'd be like no Branch. Twig, kind of slaps. <laughs> I was thinking Twiggy. I'm like I'm right. Like, I was like, okay. I was trying to think Branch, of other things than yeah, tree no. that were in the same Bark. family. Your new name is Bark. yeah. If they're like Chelsea, your new name is Bark. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> We really went there. <laughs> Guys, we know. It's bad. All right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Kay just went for it. She was like, I know this is my first time, but I'm here and I'm making it happen. And she did. And I appreciate it. So anyway, Malcolm then decides to bring takeout back to Pippa's. And he tells her that he just wants to cuddle and watch TV until they fall asleep. And I'm like, "It oh, okay. But I was also like trying to subtly ask her questions. Right. Yeah, now I'm hikey hungry because they had spicy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound delicious. And does I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> but it, it's, it still sounds good. It'll it just hurt good. my stomach. But I'm like, oh, man, do I want that? You do. I know that you do. Like, there are times I'm like, is it worth the stomach ache? And I will make an educated decision. Mm. But not all the time. Yeah, so they're like, all right, where Mal is like, let's cuddle and watch a movie and, like, not do anything. But he's, like, slowly asking her questions and trying Mm -hmm. to get some answers. She Meanwhile, Pippa's thirsty ass is like, are you sure that's it? Because... I'm still down to clown. <laughs> she has no fucking chill. Like, <laughs> she has no chill. I think, like, this is honestly a book that I find super fun. It's a it's a comforting read on some level. And so, mm-hmm. like, it makes an into rotation probably at least once a year. Yeah. And so this— I'm with you. Kay disagrees. Kay <laughs> That's wholeheartedly cool. you disagrees. You don't read the trash that we read, though. You don't. And so our, our comfort levels are different. Probably. So I I read this book like once in 2020, once in 2021, and this is like my 2022 read. And honestly, I think this read was the first time I was like, Pippa, get a hold of yourself, girl. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Get a pocket rocket and simmer down. But she doesn't. So <laughs> <laughs> like, why simmer down when I can just hop on my neighbor's dick? That he hasn't invited me to really hop on at the level I know, I the want. poor guy was like, look, I had a rough day. Like, I just want to. And she was like, I don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> so, but they do. They cuddle. They watch TV. Right, that's they true. Eat. It was appropriate. Um, and then Malcolm leaves, kind of in the middle of the night, to go back out to try to be picked up by the cult. So he goes out back behind the bar, pretends to be drunk, like douses himself in liquor. He told the cult people that early in the morning he likes to go behind the bar and search for liquor bottles in the garbage that aren't fully empty. Which, why would you say that to someone? I mean, I understand that he's trying to paint this picture of himself, but that's a step too far. I think they were trying to show he had nothing left to lose. Mm. Okay. Well, that's what he does. So he's in the alley behind the bar. You are. Well, Hannah, he Mm. is, per force, the best undercover agent. He's ever seen. So clearly we've got to trust Mal's plays here. But we also don't know Angus's um, pool for (laughs) undercover operatives. Out of four, he slaps. (laughs) Of the three that I have met, (laughs) you are in the top three. You are the most tolerable. (laughs) So he's there. And the cult people show up, and they pick him up to take him back to their cult compound. Compound Um, mansion thing for breakfast. Yep. So they feed him, and then he realizes that he's been drugged, and he doesn't know if it was in the food or the water that they gave him, but he feels feels it. He knows he's been drugged. Um, And so they send in that same young girl from the bar into the shower with him, and he is like, sweetheart. What? He's like, you are a child. Yeah. She's not actually. She's, but he's like, how old are you? And she's like, age is a number. And he's like, no, age matters. He he said she was too cute and bouncy. Too cute and bouncy. Mm. Well, I think we find out in the future, she, not in this exchange, but in the future, she tells him that she's like, she's like 20. 19 or something. Yeah. Yeah. She, I, I feel like she's in her very early 20s. But then, so, yeah, because, so 20s. that was the thing is like, I thought she was a child, like a teen. And I was like, oh, okay, so now he has ethics. But then when I found out she was of age, I was like, so where is the ethical compass? Because he'll fuck Pippa for the job. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Pippa shows up thirsty as all fuck, and he's like, all right. But then this girl shows up apparently equally, if not more, She was too bouncy. Well, I think there are a couple differences that so could it be was noted. The, it was the buoyancy. <laughs> right. I was going to say, he knows he April has-, has broken in. <laughs> Oh, honey. <laughs> Damn it, baby. No, he wants- Apparently he doesn't because exactly. it's five been a years. While. Exactly. He was like super tight. Okay, but I also feel like he is thinking he actually has romantic feelings developing for Pippa. Right, right, right. She's coming to him of her own free will and volition when he knows the young girl in the cult has been brainwashed by the cult and also likely drugged. Right. So while she's willing, there. I do think there's less consent. I love this. There. You know what? I love this. We ethical call that breakdown. we call that a dub con. It's dubious consent. Like technically, she said yes, but like, did she? But did she? Yep. Yeah. Hey there, smart puppies. We'll get you right back to the show in just a moment. But first, do you like us? Maybe even love us? Cause we sure love you. And if you do love us, don't tease us. Listen to those ratings and reviews wherever you're listening right now. 
Maybe even send us over to a special sexy someone that would enjoy getting smutty with us. Cause you know the first rule of Smut Club is to talk about Smut Club. All right, I won't keep you any longer. Let's get back to the show. So then um, he turns her down, but he does agree to stay at the Colt compound and teach self-defense to the women. Um, Well, he meets Isaac. He does meet Isaac, who manipulates him into staying for a few hours to teach the women self-defense. Yeah, but I was like, why would you admit that you're a cop? Because that they told him to be himself. Apparently, they were looking for— Like, security and, like, guys that could help protect the women and, like, protect the cult— so. But if you're about to blow some shit up, why are you inviting okay. ex-law enforcement? Okay, if you're a former cop who is searching through bar dumpsters for bottles that aren't fully empty at 7 in the morning, I don't think they're worried about your ethical views. But I was like, how come, like, because Pippa didn't think, oh, maybe he's undercover. Like, these motherfuckers didn't well, think, Well, she starts oh, to suspect did. It. That's why oh, she yeah. was like, I'm going to run. But first, well, I'm going to break off a piece. At, at the shooting at the diner, when it got shot up, the detective even said, because, like, um, Mal was like, oh, yeah, I'm retired. And then the detective who was, like, questioning them was kind of like, Mal and Force don't really look retired. They look pretty active mm. in how they're handling this. So then that's when she's like, oh, shit, I can't live next to someone who's actively But I can fuck him one more time. Right. Well, yeah, so then she was like, we just have tonight. And then, like, after one night, she's like, and we just have tonight again. And I'm like, no, that's, yeah. not, that's not how it works. And Pippa discovers, it before Malcolm gets back to the house, that the cult has put her picture up on their website trying to find her. And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, I really, really got to go. This is not good. And, and offering, so, like, a cash, like, $10,000 reward if right. someone could return Pippa to them. And they say, like, on the website that she's addicted to drugs and she ran away and they're really worried about her and all this stuff. And she's like, um, yikes. Well, and then on the pray for, uh, sort of, like, the prayer page, there's a picture of her mother mm-hmm. that's like, she has cancer. She's very sick. And she's very sick. But then Pippa's like, I don't know if that's even real or if they're just trying to manipulate me to come back to the cult. Which is, like, an important detail is that Isaac, the Alpha and the Omega, he has said on her 25th birthday that that's the special day foretold by the Bible that is going to elevate the family to the next plane. And so she's about to turn 25. So now now they're, like, desperate and they're like, I'm like, where the fuck they got 10 grand? Again, finances. Well, we find out later that he makes all of the cult members turn over their— assets. So like Tree apparently was a trust fund kid and turned over his trust fund to the cult. But I also think that's like pretty normal. Yeah, that's pretty standard. They do be finding a way. Yes. They're very resourceful. No, I, so, all right, my notes literally, like they have like the, the cult, the family going to the next plane. Then um, the next two things I have, I just want to know, Pippa and Trixie debate leaving for California. Mal shows up with ice cream. Pippa practically jumps him. Dramatic sex scene. (laughs) My notes say, Mal shows up. They bang. He wants to go slow. He asks to let her save him. Or to let him save her. He's like, please let me save you. 
Well, she's like, anything that matters in me is yours. And he's like, let me save you. And she's like, you already have. Babe, no dick is that good. Like, girl, have some self-respect. Again, where's your pocket rocket, babe? Like, you need to take the edge off so we can think clearly. For someone who's a virtual assistant, you'd think she knew how to place an Amazon order. She knows how to use the internet. (laughs) Kay is agitated (laughs) by her failure to obtain sex toys. Also, guys, (laughs) sorry. It's that time to re-up. You know, as always, we aren't sponsored by Boda Box, but it'd be a lot cooler if we were. Today, we're drinking the Nighthawk Black Bold Cab Sav. Hannah, do you need more or are you good? I'm good. Fair enough. Thank May you May I offering. add that the Boda Box is That's strategically not placed on three books so that we can just kind of use it as nice elevated. Listen, Kay, you got to work with the options available to you. No, but I love, I feel like that's a vibe. <laughs> well, the box that we were using to elevate it is currently being used as my footstool. The footstool. Because I'm too short for my feet to reach the ground in this chair. Which was also, the box that Hannah uses as a footstool is a Diplomatico rum gift set box that the rum and the glasses have been removed from. Yep. So anyway, they have a dramatic bang. And then they fall asleep. Or what was the term we coined previously? A um, solidifying fuck? Was that it? Yeah, a solidifying fuck. Yeah. You're like, okay, they've bonded through this fuck. But then Pippa falls asleep and has a dream that's like going into further memory about Um, Isaac saying she's special and they were going to get married when she's 18 and then on her 25th birthday, like, it'll, they'll be doing the Lord's work and that she needs to remain pure until her wedding. And then he chokes her for talking to another man, like just another cult member in passing she was talking to. Um, so he chokes her and then is like, well, I can't punish you the way that I want to punish you because, because you need to stay pure. Right. Oh, I hated everything about that. It was so scene. gross. So then he calls in another cult member and rapes this woman in front of Pippa as her punishment for speaking to this other man. And we learned that that's like a common yeah. thing that happened was that because he wouldn't touch Pippa, that like Pippa watched people get abused in front of her by Isaac on a regular basis. For when anything she was there. that she does yes. that he doesn't like. So then she wakes up from this nightmare. Malcolm soothes her and like tells her he's got her, he's gonna protect her, everything's okay. And then he gets called into work and she's like, babe, you are not. Retired. Yeah. Oh, what, what he like had He's said in he requisitions. Job yeah. in requisitions, and you're like, that is not. That's not a desk job situation where you get called in at three o'clock in the morning. Um, and so she knows that something is not right, and she's like, yeah, no, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like I have got to run. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, um, he goes to work and. Malcolm finds out when he goes into work that some bodies were found, um, that it seems like they are cult members out, just outside of Boston. And Malcolm goes into work to formulate a plan of, like, what are we going to do about all this? Um, and then Pippa's like, should I stay? Should I go? I don't know. Things don't seem right. We also, the um, 
team has grown. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we have some new team members that I are not really relevant. I I didn't learn who they were. So they are the next book. Yeah. And so you have Bridget, who is the computer hacker and, like, Mm -hmm. the computer expert. And then you have Raider Tanaka, who's, like, the special agent. And he's Bridget's handler because they got her from prison. Yeah. Um, And he's also the liaison to the HDD. So For the team. Yes. Um, we also learned another quirk of Roscoe's that he doesn't fuck with Argyle. He doesn't like it and tries to eat Tanaka's face. Yeah, until they give him the tie and then he eats the Argyle tie Tanaka was wearing and then it's fine. So at this point we know Roscoe loves whiskey, loves wearing high heels, and does not fuck with Argyle. Yeah, Correct. Um, so then Pippa is back and forth about leaving. She's not sure what she's doing. She decides she's going to go ahead and pack her car and make sure it has gas in it and everything just in case she has to run. And then she realizes that, realizes that the car will not start. And she's like, oh, shit. Also want to note that Mal had told Force he wanted to, like, loop Pippa in and tell her the truth. And then Force was like, well, I need to interrogate her because, like, I'm not just going to bring someone in and, like, I need to make sure we can trust her. Mm-hmm. So we, like, we know Mal is trying to get closer to that goal of, like, being honest with Pippa. And Pippa's like, my car won't start and I want to fucking get out of here. Yep. Um. So Malcolm apparently goes back to the cult. Um, but then it flashes back to Pippa and she uh, – Angus shows up at her house saying that he was supposed to meet Malcolm, that he is Malcolm's boss, and they have a very nice chat. She gives him some cookies, um, and he tells her— <laughs> I'm sorry. Not a euphemism. <laughs> it's not a she's, euphemism. She's a baker. <laughs> I mean, in this context, it is not a euphemism. Um, And the mechanic that Pippa called was like, I can't get there for three days. Also— Maybe it's because I live in a place that's not like super rural. Is that a is that a really common thing for like mechanics to like come out to your house for home I repairs? I don't think so. I think you call a fucking tow truck and they take it to the shop. I don't know. To be fair, I work in a very remote area in a northern state and I can see that being a thing. Because, like, it's, like, very, like, like the towns folks live in are, like, less than 100 people in, like, some of these towns. And so I could see something like that. I guess that makes sense. That's fair. Um, but regardless, she can't get a mechanic out. Um, so she's hanging out, talking to Angus. And he's like, I'll go check the, the car out for you. I don't see anything wrong. And he tells her that he and Malcolm um, have gotten called in again. And Malcolm won't be home until late. Um, And Pippa has decided at this point that she's going to come clean with Malcolm. She's like, I need to tell him what is going on. Um, I, we have a connection and he needs to know. So one of the things that we do learn that she needs to come clean about or kind of wants to come clean about is we learn that like, Isaac has some sort of, like, evidence or information against Pippa. That, right. like, he's, like, she holding over her head. Yes, that she could go to prison. But we don't really know what? what that is. And so then Pippa's, like, debating, like, should I tell Mal? Should I not? 
And then she talks to Angus, and then she's like, okay, like, I want to—I I don't want to run. I want to stay and come clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mal is back at the cult. He gets drugged again, but he doesn't know how because he was trying very hard not to eat or drink anything that could be drugged. But somehow it happens. Um, and then Isaac asks him to stay, and he's like, no— no. Oh, well, and so, like, the creepy—what did y'all think about, like, the creepy conversation he had with April in the car where she's like, do you want to stay here with me? And he's like, no, like, I'm not really a one-woman man. And April's like, oh, yeah, that's okay. No one in the family is just, like, dedicated to one person. Right. Um, except that Isaac is marrying someone soon. And that he's like, who is Isaac marrying? And she's like, I can't say. Yeah, and then she goes on to say that basically, like, she's not allowed to deny anybody that wants to have sex with her. So, like, any member of the cult could come up to her at any point and be like, let's fuck, and she is expected to, quote, meet that need, Um, uh, which is gross. I hate everything about it. It's so gross. Okay, you don't want to weigh in with the ethical implications. I was literally like, okay, I have more ethical concerns. Um, (laughs) But then, like, that's what made me so like with Malcolm fucking with Pippa. It's like this bitch done been the fuck through it. Like her insatiable fucking sex drive is like a (laughs) trauma response. So it's like, but then he's been like, so it's just all fucked. And so, but that's the thing I liked about this book. I was like, okay, but we actually getting into it. We getting into topics, even though it's fucked up. <laughs> Most topics that hold my interest are pretty fucked up anyway. So, It's you a know? safe space, Hannah. Thank it's you. It's a safe Appreciate space Appreciate that. that. <laughs> so, um, he does wind up leaving the cult again um, and goes back home. And then Pippa. Oh, oh, oh. No, oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't forget about Isaac curing his headache. Oh, that's right. So Malcolm has a headache, likely from being drugged. And then Isaac lays hands on him and just magically cures his headache. He's using acupressure points. But if you don't know that, then it would seem like yeah, the man and like, has magical And, like, hitting powers. optic nerves right. to, like, cause a flash of lights. But also worth noting, when Mal went to have this conversation with Isaac, um, Malcolm planted a bug in, yes. in the office as yeah. well. Yeah. I was more so, okay, I don't know why when I read that scene, I thought Isaac had put, like, Y'all remember, head on, apply directly to the forehead. Head on, <laughs> apply directly to the forehead. That very aggressive commercial. Yeah, I remember that. That's what I thought. But I used. don't think you could say that's of the Lord giving you that power. <laughs> but Malcolm's eyes were closed. So who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? That's all it was. It was head on, apply directly <laughs> to the forehead. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um. Also... Well, who Pippa's mother comes in yeah. when Mal and Isaac are having this conversation, and Mal's like, "Shit, that woman does not look healthy. Like she, yeah. it, like she so it seems like well. she actually is sick, and she's not doing okay." Yeah. Um. So then Malcolm leaves. He goes home, and my notes just say Pippa goads him into spanking her a lot, and they bang. <laughs> um. My, That's all my notes say. Oh, I would love to read you my notes in response. Please do. Um. Malcolm gets home in the middle of the night. Pippa's awake, goes to greet him, wants to comfort him. He pushes back. 
I can't be gentle right now. Then don't be. Go to bed. Make me. Um, Malcolm asks about triggers. Um, Pippa discloses she's been emotionally abused. Mal asks, if I held you down, you'd be all right. He also asks, have you ever been spanked? And then spanks her so hard she orgasms. And then says, next time I spank you, you'll submit instantly. I also like the sentence, like a sapling caught in a tornado. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, Mal's like, she's mine. Like, she might not know it yet, but, like, we'll have this talk later. Bitch is mine. And it's like... I I do appreciate that he's, like, checking in with her before he does all of this. Wholeheartedly agree. Consent matters. Absolutely. Um, where I sort of lose the, the, the buy-in, let's say, is that he spanks her until she orgasms without, like, touching her anywhere else. I thought he had two fingers in her. Did he? Did he? I think he did. Okay, Wait, well, then I'm Kay on board. has the book open. I'm, okay, <laughs> I'm I am the board. fact checker. I'm the fact checker. <laughs> Um, I need to know because that's not. There was vaginal penetration. I'm on board then. (laughs) That's yeah. Because I was like, okay, you go from needing his giant fucking tree dick, like, (laughs) and then now you can be spanked into orgasm, bitch. It's not a sapling. It's not. It's not giving (laughs) sapling anymore. What type of tree is his dick, Hannah? It is. I don't know if her finger. Okay, the first smack on her bare ass. (laughs) <laughs> she tried to lever herself up. He planted one hand across her entire lower back. Then he brought his huge palm down on her ass a second time. Oh, you did Wait. mean... Okay. Yeah, and then, like, I know, like, he gets excited, like, to see her pink ass. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, we're not he said, no, He not said, all, but so pretty happy. and bright pink. Do you think that's the tone he said? (laughs) I was going to say, that is the tone of a seven-year-old very excited about her new stuffed animal. That is not the tone of a man who has a... Who is bringing a a lady to orgasm with the sheer strength of the palm of his hand. Who has a maple, (laughs) a hundred-year-old maple as a dick. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I have to work on my voice acting. <laughs> Do, were his we fingers are available? Her? I don't see fingers Wait, can inside I see her. Your Kindle for sure. We are available for voiceovers. Holy yeah, exactly. Okay, this is such small font. I hate big font. <laughs> I need small font so I can read the entire page all at once, and then go to the next page. Because I feel like big font. I read very quickly. So I want more font, or I want more characters on the page so I can get through books faster. Okay. I, I, can, I can get on board with that. I, I don't, Fewer page turns. I don't I think he it. was in her bright, pretty pink. I think this was all an exterior. So let's be clear. When you say in her bright, pretty, pretty pink, you mean... He slid a finger through her slick folds. Her and slick up. folds. <laughs> and you don't up. mean her ass. <laughs> And up against her engorged clit. Okay. Liars so get just punished. just one finger? Liars get punished. He palmed her sex. Does he have very beefy his- fingers? Okay, I'm literally trying to tell you. <laughs> I don't understand. Liars his, his, get punished. His fingers are the saplings. <laughs> I'm I, so sorry. I just imagined it as I am Groot. That's all I thought of. 
<laughs> I hated everything about. It. He he palmed her sex while his other hand spanked her. Okay, hard. That, I wanted to talk about that. She Wha- cried out, thrown into orgasm, so sudden she didn't have time to tense her body. Why did he Do call you it her tend? sex? Never mind. I don't like that. Why are you calling it her sex? <laughs> What would you That's prefer they call it? That's a question for Rebecca's and Eddie. Rebecca, sweet, like, Rebecca, her sex? Listen, Becky, we have questions. But that's fine. Either way, I think there's bigger questions. There's bigger <laughs> fish to fry here. But they fucked again. And, uh... Yeah, he literally, he's like, I want to be left alone. And right. she's like, make me leave you alone, And also, boy. here are some biscuits. <laughs> You want to be left alone? What if I bring cookies? Both is and is not a euphemism in this context. (laughs) Because there are actual cookies. Do you want your muffin buttered? (laughs) Goddamn. All I can think about is that movie Saved, where she's like, (laughs) the muffin shop is closed and like runs out. Anyway, I forgot about that movie. I Thank you for that bringing movie. it back up. I love that attention. movie. And we can all just take a moment to honor. Macaulay Culkin playing a character who's in a wheelchair who dresses as a roller skate for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that feels that feels about right. All right, so he spanks her to orgasm. (laughs) There's no subtle transition. There isn't, and so then he gets called into work again. Yes, and they have picked up chatter that. The cult members are planning to rob a pharmacy, so right. they've, like, il- alerted local law enforcement and are setting them up to be caught. And then a mechanic that she had previously called is like, hey, I had a cancellation. I can come out um, to check out your car. So she comes, and she's like, hey, the I love her name was lady. Liliana. Yeah. The mechanic is a lady, and she's very tall, and she's into her shit. And she, she was able up. to come out because she had a fight with her boyfriend, and they broke up. So she's already on, like, a man-hating rampage she when she is. gets out there. Right. She goes, she's my dumbass dickhead of a bastard boyfriend dumped me last night. She is not here <laughs> for any of it. So she goes to check Pippa's car, and she comes back in, and she's like, hey, babe. So um, your car has been sabotaged. Like, someone took a part from your vehicle so that you couldn't leave. Like, are you okay because you have a man in your life because men are trash? Right. She's like, I know you know my boyfriend situation. What's your boyfriend situation? Because you seem like you just got fucked over. But then Pippa realizes that that also means Force was lying to her when he looked at her car because if he knew anything at all— he would have seen the missing part. The, yeah, the missing part that was very obvious, but I know nothing about cars, so it's not Same. obvious to me. But let's Same. also make sure that we give Liliana her, oh yeah, and that and there's and then she got cookies. But Liliana <laughs> said to her, a girl is better off with a cat for daytime companionship and a good vibrator. For the night. So finally, Pippa is getting the advice. I feel like Kay's gonna get that cross pointed on a pillow. (laughs) Needle pointed, cross pointed. What are what's the right word for this this fiber art? She said, get a vibrator. And I was like, these are the words we're 50% 58% of the way through. And someone finally cross stitched. Yes. So shout out to that bitch, Liliana. Between 
Clarence Wolf and Liliana, they're like my top characters. Does Liliana come back? No, no. But also, I love Cross her. Point is definitely a mega church. <laughs> I was gonna say, not that's not a kind of. Also, this heart. is being recorded the day before Easter. Everybody, happy Easter Sunday. We don't know when this episode is going to drop. It could not be for a very long time, like months and months in the future. Well, either way, happy Easter, baby. Twenty twenty three Easter. Happy twenty twenty three. Happy belated Easter. Happy, happy early Easter. Fourth of July. Happy Easter, Labor Day. Labor Day, Easter, whenever Merry you want to celebrate Easter. Yeah, Happy just Hanukkah. like whatever holiday that you like. Like, I don't subscribe to the belief that we need to just like, like whatever holiday you like, you should celebrate it whatever day you want to. Yeah. At any point. Yeah. If it's Yom Kippur, more power to you. Passover. Ramadan. Yep. Sure. Sure. We what, can just name. Whatever it is. A you lot of different. do your thing. Holidays. Anyway, we, we are culturally informed. Hell. We are struggling. So, so the mechanic is there. And then Pippa is like, wait a minute. I still have the spare keys to the neighbor's house from when she lived here before. I'm going to go check yeah, it out. Yeah, she's like, wait. Is Mal sabotaging me? Let me go sneak into his house and find out. Yeah. So she does. And then she finds her file that has her photos and all her previous aliases and all her information. And she is like, holy shit. This man has been investigating me this whole time. I am so stupid. I can't believe I fucked him. I need to get out of here. So like, also... Not that she, like, coerced him. He definitely consented. But kind of be like, I can't believe I, like... Did that. And I'm like, girl, you you done did it a lot. She did it so hard. Yes. She was thorough with her doing (laughs) of this situation. (laughs) So she is now on the run. Um, And she uh, talks to Malcolm on the phone um, to convince him that she's still at home. So she's like, oh, yeah, I'll be here when you get home. I'll make you dinner. Have a great day at work. Love you. Bye. And so then she... But she was driving to Trixie's when she did that. Right. So she's going to find Trixie to pick her up. And when she gets there, Trixie's apartment door is open. And she's like, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. Trixie's very security conscious. This would not happen. So Trixie is gone. And... um, with them, like, with Mal and the team picking up the two dudes from the cult who, like, robbed the pharmacy or were attempting to rob the pharmacy, they do mention an interrogation that there's an upcoming holy day. Yes. But, like, the cult members just, like, know it's a holy day, know it's a big day, but they don't really have any context or insight or knowledge into what that actually means. So that's happening in tandem to Pippa getting that phone call from Mal, pretending like everything is okay, but then realizing that, like, Trixie is not at her apartment yes. like she should be. I just remember reading this part in BMI. This time, this plot is thickening like Malcolm's dick, y'all. <laughs> so I just kept, I was like literally like I could not stop reading it. I was just yeah, like it, on the edge of my seat. It gets really, really good. So then Malcolm is back with the cult. So he goes back in to try to figure out what's going on and smooth things over after they foiled the plot to commit this robbery, and the informant that they had planted is a, a woman and is found out. And so— uh, Hold I think we need more context. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. It just won't make sense, <laughs> but live your life. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so Malcolm gets to the, like, the, compa- the cult compound, and, like, everyone is in disarray, and they're like, Isaac wants to see you. And then when he goes to see Isaac, 
George, who's who's one of the henchmen, is there and like pulls a gun oh, and like right. puts it in like Malcolm's face, and they're right. like, like you're the only one who's been in law enforcement who's who's joined us recently. Why do you think this is the first plan that's been foiled? And then. Mal is like, well, I don't know. As a detective, I'd say, like, has anyone been acting shifty lately? And then that's when they're like, oh, well, now that we think about it, Orchid has been wandering off when we do community outreach and, like, recruiting. Mm-hmm. But then they, like, call Orchid in, and they get her to, like, play – like, Mal gets her to play along and kind of, like, take the blame. Yeah. Saying that one of the dudes who they caught in the plan had, um, un- unfortunately, raped her cousin. Yeah. And so she wanted him out of the cult, wanted him gone. So on one of their outreach attempts, she, like, told a law enforcement man named Angus Force about just this cult member, not all of the shit going on with the cult, but just this cult member Mm -hmm. to get him to, like, help so she could get rid of the dude who had raped her cousin. Her cousin who did eventually overdose and pass away. Die by suicide, unfortunately. So um, then Malcolm convinces Isaac that he is going to kill Orchid, the informant, basically to protect her. But Malcolm... uh, So Isaac says that Malcolm has to take George, this other cult guy, with him. Um, And he's like, well, shit, this is going to get complicated. But we're going to figure it out because obviously I can't let them kill this woman. So um, then we're back to Pippa, right? Um, She has a flashback of being fitted for her wedding dress with Isaac. um, And it's basically in that moment that she decides she's going to run with Trixie. She's like, yeah, no, I'm not marrying that guy. He's fucking nuts, and I need to get out of here. Um, and so she— And they're al- getting married tomorrow. Yeah. Like, like her wedding tomorrow. dress fitting is today for her wedding tomorrow when she turns 18. Eight. Right. Which, vomit. Yeah. And so she also goes to check the diner where Trixie works. She hasn't shown up. Trixie is definitely missing. Yep, she is absolutely Um, officially missing. And Pippa is really, really panicking. So Malcolm saves the informant. So she struggles against the um, cult guy, George, who's intending to rape her. Yeah. Like that whole scene when when he's like, I want to turn before we take care of her. I was like, I hate. Everything about this. All of it is gross. Um, and like, and so, Mal, Mal helps Orchid, like, overtake George, mm-hmm. and like, gets her, a, like, a taser. And then, he like, calls the team, and he's like, I need, a, I need help. So, like, Raider shows up, and he's like, here's some drugs to shoot George up with to help him forget everything. Because that's how drugs work. And then... <laughs> Well, it was propofol. Girl, you're the nurse <laughs> practitioner. Yeah. You don't know? You ain't going to remember me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so then um, Mal talks to Pippa, um, and she tells him that she knows everything. She's like, I know what you're doing. I know that you've been investigating me. I know that none of this was real. Um, I know that you're a big fat liar from Liar Town, and um, I'm running. And she gets rid of her phone, so he can't track her. 
Yeah, like, he, like, doesn't realize that something is off initially. Like, I feel like there's a moment where his, like, tone changes where he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is not good. He's like, wait a minute. Something's not right. Um, So she gets rid of her phone, but she does have a burner phone that only Trixie has the number to um, that rings. And it's a call from Isaac, and he tells her that he has Trixie. Um, and that he's going to kill her unless Pippa comes back to him before her 25th birthday to fulfill the prophecy or whatever. Yeah, so the holy day that they've been talking about this entire time, this huge day, is Pippa's 25th birthday. It's happening. Um, also, when Mal and George were, like, done, Mal, like, faked a crime scene in the car with his own blood— he gets Orchid to a safe place. Him and George are going back when, like, George comes to. And George is like, what happened? And Mal is like, yeah, she kicked your ass, dude. But I took care of her. So, like, we can just tell Isaac that, like, we're sharing the credit for this. Um, so this has nothing to do with anything, but I'm just sitting here thinking of what I said earlier. <laughs> and I want to make sure I'm clear if you're hypersexual as a trauma response, that is fine. Like, I, I want to make sure that, like, I didn't communicate that it was wrong for her to have that. But it was just important for her sexual partners to be mindful of that as well. Yes. And to make sure this that she is This woman is not in, self-aware enough to notice a trauma response. You are giving her far too much credit. Right. I was just like, okay, well, did I kind of sound like it was not okay for people to kind of own their sexuality in a way? After I did not feel that, no. but I appreciate. Yeah, I just wanted to I clarify. appreciate the clarification. Didn't hear that at all. Um, but going back, George and Mal get back to the compound. Um, and then Isaac. So, like, George's... Um, getting some trust with Mal, and he's like, we can both take credit for killing her. And then Mal's kind of like, oh, yeah, I know about Holy Day. Do you know about Holy Day? And George is like, I don't know anything other than that, like, there's going to be fire and cleansing. Right. The chosen one is coming. Blah, yes. blah, blah. And then, like, when they're actually back at the mansion, George does indeed take credit. He's like, we both killed her. And then when George leaves the room, Isaac is like, hey, Mal, what actually happened? And Mal's like, I handled it. It's fine. (laughs) Um, But then Mal sees and, like, notices for the first time a picture of Pippa on Isaac's mantle. Right, as, like, a child. Yeah, as a child. Like, a a picture of her as, like, an early adolescent. Like, she Mm -hmm. had to be at least, like, 10 to 17 was when she was at the cult. So sometime in there, and he's like, oh, is that your daughter? And he's like, no, that's my bride. So then he's, like, trying to figure out, and he's like, so, wait, are you married? Where is your bride? Mm-hmm. Like all and like it's just like the vague it and answers you expect from a cult leader. Yeah, he's dropping these hints that that Pippa has been in on this whole thing the whole time. He knows where she is, like blah blah blah. And so Malcolm's like, hold up a second. Like, does Pippa know what's going on? Um, so then Pippa gets this call. He has Trixie. She has a flashback to the night when they escaped. Well, oh, when Isaac was like, for every hour it takes for you to get back to me, I'm going to cut off a piece of Trixie. Yeah, gross. And she's like, well, I went the opposite direction, so it's going to be a while before I get there. Yeah, she was like, as soon as I heard that you were, like, had, like, popped on the scene, I started driving west, so it's going to take me a couple days. So she buys herself some time, which is maybe, like, the smartest thing Pippa does in the entire fucking book. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, so Pippa has this flashback to the night that she escaped. Um, she stabbed someone to get away. So somebody came, so she and Trixie come up with this plan to get out. Trixie had met a dude on outreach when they were recruiting who was like, I can save you. A gangbanger. Yeah. What? Did she not meet him on outreach when she was recruiting? She did, but it was he was a gangbanger. Oh, well, yes. But, you know, he's a good gangbanger in this situation. He's helpful. He's a helpful gangbanger. That is a better he word. He serves a purpose. So, um, when they're— Rebel with a cause, you know? Uh, precisely. So, as they are escaping, somebody comes to try to stop her. She stabs him, but not fatally or anything. Like, it was, like, in the leg Yeah, it's like a—it's a flesh wound. Um, so she, um, Trixie is with her gangbanger buddy in the car and they're like, run, Mary, like you can do this. And so then she, um, comes out, uh, she gets away and Isaac, um, comes out and is like, come back right now. She's like, I don't think I will. Well, and he's like trying to be so manipulative about it where he's like, if you come back right now, I'll let tulip i.e. trixie go Mm -hmm. forever and we'll never hunt her down if you come back to me right now right um and trixie is like that's bullshit come on back like do not like come with me let's get out of here and so she decides to run and isaac is wearing gloves and kills the man that she stabbed with the knife that she stabbed him like, with. Look what you made me do. Yeah. Like which that is fucking so Taylor Swift gross. song. I hated the Taylor Swift song when it dropped for that exact reason. That song was a bop, but now I'm realizing. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a bop, but it was also one of those where I'm like, oh, Taylor, can you not take responsibility for your own actions? Look what you made me do. Nope. That is not how the world works. We love a shame lifting bop. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the dirt that he has on her. So he kept the knife as evidence um, of her supposed murdering of this guy. Um, and that's the body that was found. Um, and so she's In like. In Boston earlier. Right. She's like, oh, shit. Um, so back at headquarters, like, there's some stuff that happens with the team, but because Mal had planted that bug in Isaac's office, mm-hmm. Angus Force overhears the conversation between Isaac and Pippa when Isaac is like, you need to get back here ASAP or I'm going to start cutting off pieces of Trixie. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they all realize, like, Pippa is not in on this. Like, she is not consenting. She is not yeah. part of the plot. She's literally been running for her life this whole time. Yeah, like, Force calls, like, Mal immediately and is like, we have a problem. Like, a big problem we didn't know was going like, to be this big. We done fucked up. Yes. Um. So then Pippa, he tells, Angus tells Malcolm that, Pippa's on her way back to the compound. So he is waiting for Pippa there um, and grabs her before she can go in um, and before she's seen. And she is struggling. She's about to scream. And he's like, I swear to God, like, just shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) Which she, like, didn't realize it was him at first. Although when she realized it was him, she was like, I still don't trust you. You've been fucking lying to me. I'm like, you also didn't stop to ask questions. Like, he's like, hey, I'm not there tonight. And you're like, what if I pull my panties off? So I don't feel— She was goal-oriented. 
She knew what she wanted. Great reframe. And she was focused about it. Yeah. And to be fair, Mal did withhold a lot of truth and important information from yeah. her. But the, I feel as though, like, yeah. it, like, the scenes between them, I feel like there aren't enough scenes for them to exactly. be at this level. Exactly. Okay, because I want to read what's unfortunately highlighted. <laughs> um, where he's, like, trying to get her to, like, hey, like— you need to listen to me again, and we need to be on the same page. And da, 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 da. so she, so it says she had to get free. Trixie's life depended on it. So she says, "I'll make you a deal. Stop the van, and I'll answer any question you want. Then you let me go." And then he says, "Baby, I ain't never letting you go." I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" I was like, "Can we get back to this crazy ass plot, please?" It we was can't. too much. You, you said we can't. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, so he. So he does stop, but he's like, I'm not letting you go, but you are answering my questions. And this time, I am not going to finger blast you into orgasm. You're just going to answer the fucking question. So Is that because he realized he stopped asking questions when he was finger blasting her? Because he never really got very far. He never really got any information. There were always these, like, very subtle questioning things happen that, like, never led to fruition. So I feel like we went from, like— Nothing, 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 nothing to like, oh, we have all of it now. Yeah. So this is where she explains <laughs> that the abuse that she went through where Isaac would hurt other women in front of her um, to coerce her into behaving the way that he wanted. Um, she tries to jump out of the moving car at one point to save Trixie. Um, and he is like, yeah, no, you're not doing that. And it threatens to tie her up. They run through the woods. There's a whole thing. Uh, lots of things happen. Regardless, he gets her back to the HDD headquarters. Um, yeah, like, real fast, just, like, part of all of that, when he's, like, like, they've realized she doesn't know anything and she wasn't a part of it. But then he's, like, so what's Isaac planning? And she's, like, bro, until an hour ago, we hadn't spoken in seven years. The fuck you mean? I have no idea what Isaac is planning. Like, like, what are you planning? I don't know. Um, and then Mal also mentioned that he was like, well, I mean, I guess at some level, Isaac is magic. He did get rid of my, like, headache. And Pip is like, you're yeah, an idiot. <laughs> you're, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like, he pressed on your optic nerves and, like, some acupuncture pressure points. And, like, he's not special. Yeah. So he gets her back to headquarters, and they decide they're going to interrogate her. Malcolm is very upset by this. He does not want her to be interrogated by Clarence and Angus, but they are like, you need to step out. So he goes into the viewing room and watches the whole thing. And apparently she goes into detail about what a thorough lover he is because she's like, all right, y'all want the truth. Here it is. Don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. Here you yeah, go. I love when they're like, she had described Mal as the greatest lover on earth at least twice or like some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, Mal thought it was hilarious until she mentioned his ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we don't find out the context for the ball sack. We just find out that for some reason it is mentioned. Well, and also at the end of their drive before they got to headquarters, um, Mal was like, what's so special about tomorrow with it being Holy Day? And she's like, oh, it's my 25th birthday. And he's like, oh, I should have known that probably. I've been inside you multiple times. 
He was like, oh, no, I knew that. I got you something. Totally. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. Um, so then the team decides, obviously, she was not in on it. She's innocent in this whole thing. But she needs to go back to the cult to get information about the attack. And Malcolm is displeased. So um, <laughs> my notes just say, Mal takes her home, expressions of love, more banging. I have um plan for Pippa to show up at Compound. Mal is pissed about it. Agree for Mal to come over to talk. And they're implementing this plan in the morning. She decides to seduce him. I put a question mark. And then I put, they fuck and say I love you. Yeah. Which I was like, right. what? After lightly rolling her nipples. Like, how many days has it been? And, like, none of this is based on truth. I think that's the thing. They're like... I feel like their whole thing is like, we sensed the truth under the lies. And I'm like, that's not no, how any of this fucking No, works. you didn't. <laughs> and also, I don't know why, but the word lightly in rolling her nipples just. I guess I'm just. Like, if you're going to do it, fucking do it. <laughs> just lightly. Like, light touch don't is always a weird thing. Don't be stuff right now. When books are like, I felt their feather-like touch. I'm like, No. No, I hate that. <laughs> Nothing about that is, like, that's on my list. Feather light touch. I'm like, oh, why is there a spider crawling on them? <laughs> like, no, this is not sexy. Again, if you're going to do it, just fucking, fucking do, do it. it. So anyway, expressions of love, more banging. <laughs> um, Malcolm. And like, and, like, Mal was, like, planning on using that, like, downtime that night to, like, try and talk her out of going back to the compound. And all it took was some lingerie. Oh, right. She has this, like, baby blue baby doll thing happening or something or a teddy. I don't know. But regardless, he's into it and is distracted, which is very on brand for Malcolm. So. And he mentions her pink asshole again. <laughs> he really likes it. He caressed her one bare buttock. And then he goes, if I remember right, these turn an enticing shade of pink. Okay, but not her butthole. <laughs> Those are ass cheeks. Those are just ass oh, cheeks. Okay, ass never mind. Cheeks I thought it was like her asshole. He was slapping her I don't asshole know what well. white girl booty hole be doing when it be going, when I don't, okay, never mind. So then I'm having images I, then I didn't need. So I went through more than what was intended. You really created a visual that none of us were prepared for, and no one else. I wasn't this book prepared for it. I need to, girl. Make the text. You manifested on my this and stop reading so fast. And now we're all experiencing that. So thank you, Kay, for bringing us on this journey. Good looking out. Um, they decide, so, they like, the, it's now the next morning. They are implementing the plan. And part of the plan, like, Pippa's still going to present there. But Mal goes to, like, warn Isaac that the FBI is on to him. Um, and, like, is kind of playing that angle. But then plot twist, Isaac is like, yeah, fun fact. I knew about Orchid telling people shit. And, like, I found the bug you placed yesterday. So mm -hmm. then Isaac and George... Like, knock Mal out. Right. And, or, like, okay, we're going to, like, lock him up. Yep. And so Pippa 
does not know any of this, obviously. And so she shows up at the compound as previously, you know, agreed upon with the HDD team. And Isaac is fixated on her virginity. Oh, my gosh. He is so fixated. And she's like, yeah, no, babe, I am not. Well, that's the thing. She's like, did you stay pure for me? And she's like, I left seven years ago. I'm very happy that she was like, nah, I've been busting this pussy open. (laughs) We've been putting in the work. Although not for five years. Yeah, that's true. She didn't share that part. I'm just like, um, she's like, I didn't stay pure, which is true. But I'm also like, girl. You could have lied. That's what I was. But then I was also like, you go, girl. But then also, bitch, you about to die. Well, he said but he was yeah, going to check. She, but she's about to stand on that pussy. So I love that for her. She was like, you know, I'm not about to die. Like, you about to know I've been getting this thing ripped. <laughs> By a whole tree trunk. <laughs> Not bark, not a branch. No. A whole And trunk. not tree the person. Malcolm. No, not that Nor bitch with orchid. a trust fund. Nor right. orchid. Nor orchid. We're talking. No, their stems are not that sturdy. Why? Now I'm wondering, is there a tree <laughs> kind of smut for like, what do you no call doubt. tree people who are really into trees? Arborists. <laughs> They're arborist <laughs> porn. I have no doubt because I, there's every kind. I haven't come upon that. And, you know, I'm glad that they have found a safe enough space to explore those aspects of their sexuality. Good for them. Um, with people that also want to explore those aspects of their sexuality, which I am not personally inclined to do because all I can think is I am Groot. I cannot get away from it. It <laughs> well, is the only thing in my fucking What I'm head. struggling with is my best friend's husband is an arborist and I don't want to ever think of him that way because he's an idiot and I often roast him. Well, you don't know, but they might be getting down with a get down now. I mean, I I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I I'm mean, choosing as long not as the tree has a hefty root system. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it's like a well-known fact that if I'm at any party with them, like Kevin is going to be obliterated. Like the Are last we losing time, names in this thing. Like the last time. Hey Kevin, I don't know you. So sorry. Yeah, I'm like, Kev, so sorry. like I'm so sure sorry, you're Kev. a great arborist. So sorry, Kev. But the last time we were at a party together, I literally made the statement, I am making so many jokes right now. I should have a brick wall behind me and a stand microphone because it is so easy. It's sad. And he was like, why are you doing this to me? And I was like, like, because... As previously stated, you make it so easy. And the best part of all of this is that for reasons that we won't get into, Kevin has an unfinished tattoo on his back of a brick wall. It is an (laughs) unfinished tattoo. I don't know where I thought that was going, but that was not it. Just on his lower back. And so as I made that joke. An unfinished tramp stamp of a brick wall. He does. And as I made that joke, I realized that. And then I was like, you know what, babe? I don't even need a real brick wall. Why don't you take your shirt off and come stand behind me? And he was like, I'm just going to go inside. (laughs) I need more details at what Kevin did to deserve this. (laughs) 
he just existed. He's a really big dude. And I was like, babe, maybe you should try to be a smaller target. Like, he's not fat. He's just really tall. He's so, just a big so man. So just, just question for clarification. Do we, I'm so sorry, Kevin. Do we like Kevin? I do, actually. I was, I was, like, I was like, okay, do we have this really? I was like, um, Kevin, like, okay, so, okay, we love you, Kevin. Like, we, so I that's do. the conclusion. So that's the this thing. Is, this whole episode is an ode to Kevin. <laughs> also, we're so sorry for the rest of this episode. So that's the thing. If I like someone, I'm just going to make fun of them, probably. Period. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Kevin especially, he just makes it easy. And so but why I why isn't the brick it. wall fit? Uh, I don't even get that. The, maybe it's like right. a half wall. Guys, we might up, need to circle back to this. I will tell you after. Okay, when we're you. done with this, I will tell you I the story. I will tell you the story. So oh, anyway. Y'all are really going to do that to our listeners? You're, I mean, I know it's not your story to tell, but you just <laughs> left. That is not the my biggest fucking tell. cliffhanger. It's not my story to tell. <laughs> I don't I don't think, let's just say this. No one outside of who already knows Kevin's story will know it after this episode. Kevin, we respect respect you. It is your journey and your story to tell. And I will, as a commitment to the listeners, I will ask Kevin for permission to share this story. We love consent. Yeah, we do. So anyway. And Kay loves to make sure we're covered when it comes to ethical concerns. So she too (laughs) loves She's on board. So Isaac is very pissed that Pippa is not a virgin. Yeah, she's like, sorry, I didn't stay pure. So, But then Isaac is like, oh, well, if you're not pure, then you're not the real Mary. So you're going to die too, bitch. Yep. And so then he straps her with a suicide bomb and they get into a helicopter. Oh, well, also, when like Pippa gets there, Isaac is like rounding up all of the women who are part of this big plan mm-hmm. um, and telling them like their backpacks are filled with God's wrath when really they're all wearing like suicide packs. Yeah. Um, so, um, including the mother. Yes, including Pippa's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Malcolm wakes up in the basement with Trixie. And he busts out of the basement, and he discovers that Pippa is gone. And they're going to blow up a women's march in D.C. So Malcolm has this very serious sense of urgency. He discovers George was left behind and is devastated by this. And was, like, told to burn down the mansion. With him, with Malcolm and Trixie inside. And I don't know if George has the wherewithal to not be in a mansion when he's burning it because that motherfucker is dumb. Right. I was like, is he really the best you have, Isaac? Like, these are, like, important jobs. No, I think he's disposable, which is why okay. I Which is, is why cool he was not invited along. <laughs> like, he wasn't even sent to the next location because, like, Isaac was like, yeah, if you aren't part of the Holy Day mission, like, he was already sending the other cult members to their next safe house. Mm-hmm. And George wasn't invited. He wasn't. He wasn't. So then we discover that Pippa has been drugged with what is apparently heroin. Um, Yeah, like Isaac just like had some on him, shoots her up. Yep. 
And she realizes she's been strapped with a bomb. She realizes her mom is in the helicopter, also strapped with a bomb. And she's like, this is not good. And all of the women who are in the helicopter are all, like, given their detonators and told, like, these are your buttons to heaven. Yeah. So, you know, you have that bullshittery. Yeah. So I just had never mind. I just was thinking, like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I have read in a book previously the clit being referred to as the button to heaven, and that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, Isaac just hands out a bunch of clits on this (laughs) helicopter to all these women wearing (laughs) explosives on them. And he's like, just rub one out real fast. It'll take you straight to heaven. Maybe. The guy is a nutter. So anyway— um, Malcolm, so they realize where the bombings are going to take place. At Malcolm, a women's march in Washington, D.C. Yes. So Malcolm and the rest of the team are searching the area. Malcolm finds Pippa and Isaac. So he gets them into this coffee shop or something. Yeah, he managed to isolate them very easily. They're like Super easily. He's like, I timed it well and pushed them into the coffee shop and like shouted for everyone else to leave. And I'm like, that felt... Too easy for a cult leader who's been planning this event for years. Yeah. Um, so Isaac reveals that he thinks that he's Pippa's biological father. And still wants to marry her. Yeah. And refers to some scripture. And I'm like, sweetheart, you are reading that Wrong. Right. He says, First Corinthians is more than clear. So then both he who gives his own virgin daughter in marriage does well, and he who does not give her in marriage will do better. Listen, Paul ain't God. He's not. Paul wrote Paul wrote Corinthians. I don't know why we're pretending as though Paul was God. Regardless, Isaac buys into this and reads into it in a way that I'm like, bro, what? Like, we've taken a leap. So, regardless. Yeah, and, like, while Mal is trying to, like, de-escalate this, and what they don't know is if, like, there's, like, dead man switches where if you, like, shoot the person or, like, like, the bomb will just detonate automatically. So they're trying to figure that out. And while Mal is trying to, like, de-escalate the situation and work it all out, they hear two bombs go off in the city that have detonated. Yes. And um, Mal's trying to figure out what to do, so then he just shoots Isaac. Well, he shot him after Forrest was like, there's no dead man switch, so the the explosive vest won't go off. So as soon as he knew Pippa wasn't in danger of being blown up. Isaac was holding the detonator for Pippa. As soon as he knew that... Pippa wouldn't be in danger. He shot Isaac and then, like, dove to catch the detonator before it could hit the ground. Well, Pippa was going to shoot him herself. And then she was telling Isaac how much she's fucked Malcolm. Do you think Pippa's ever shot a gun before? Because, like, she had a gun, but it didn't seem like she had any experience with it. No, she she was just rolling with it at that point. I think she was more so, like, she was just like, yes, Isaac, I've been busting this pussy open to Malcolm. She was also apparently entirely shot up with heroin. So she's high as a kite. Yeah, she's high okay. as a kite being like. Because I was like, this is an inopportune time right now, sweetheart. But okay, but now with that reminder, it makes sense. I mean, is there an opportune time to tell a cult leader who's been obsessed with you since you were 
10 years old and you're now 25 years old that you've been fucking someone else. Who I don't- also might be your biological father. No. No, the person you've been fucking hasn't been your biological father. No, 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 no. Just the cult leader. The, the cult, cult leader. Sorry. May or may not be. So Malcolm shoots Isaac, and then Pippa wakes up in the hospital because she was shot up with a lot of drugs. So they're making sure that her organs don't, you know, fail. Because for those who don't know, when you take too many opiates, your respiratory system is depressed and you will suffocate. So she's in the hospital. Let that be a warning. Yeah, uh, that's your your PSA for the day. You're welcome. So Pippa's in the hospital, and she's going to be okay. Malcolm is there, declares his love, and basically is like, here's what's going to happen. We're going to date for a little while. We're going to move in together for a little while, and then we're going to get married, and then we're going to live happily ever after and maybe have babies. And she's like, um, why are we waiting to move in together? And he's like, because that, that felt right. And she's like, she's like, how about we just do that? But I love you. Let's just move in together now. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of not living. Easy access to the dick. Did yeah. she need it to be easier? She did. Apparently, she's thirsty. That woman has no fucking chill. None. None. And then the epilogue is like them like sprucing up the HDD offices. Yep. And like and, painting them. And then they live happily ever after. And there are more books following the other characters in the HDD. Yep. Group. Is it in the same like, t- like, Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, and so one of the things that, like, we just didn't super delve into here is that Angus Force, like, why he got his team. He'd previously been involved in this, like, super high-profile serial killer case. And then that's a thread that goes through all of the books and, like, culminates, like, I'm pretty sure Angus Force's book is the the final book in the series. How many are there? Four. And then I think there's, like, a side one. There is a no. Is it Raiders? I don't know. I haven't read that one. It was people that I wasn't quite sure how they— associated with the book. Yeah, there's a novella um, that I don't remember. Yeah, like there's four main books because you have this book for Mal and Pippa and then Bridget and Tanaka are going to have a book where they end up together and Mm -hmm. then Wolf gets his own book and then Angus Force and Nari, the psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever, the doctor. I don't know if I ever clarify which one she is. They get their own book. Yep. So, um, what rating scale? I was thinking like cookies or. It's going to have to be saplings. (laughs) How many saplings? How big is a sapling? Not not big enough for Pippa. (laughs) I wonder what, let me go on my Goodreads and see what I rated it. I just know like I was on the edge of my seat. It's a good book. It's a good Yeah, it's read. a really good book. It's a it, really fun like, one. It, like, some craziness just starts derailing it, and then you're like, what the fuck am I reading? But then, like, then you get slapped back into the plot, and you're like, oh, okay, this is what the fuck I'm reading. Go off, bitch. Like, honestly, I would say on the grand scheme of smut, it's relatively tame. Like, yeah. I was but it's honestly more of, like, I think as we kind of said earlier, it's more that, like, it just kind of went from six to midnight. Like, it didn't really feel like they had the relationship to mm-hmm. support the level Wow, I gave it a four out of five. Honestly, I think that's the average Goodreads rating. Well, okay, so we use slightly, we don't use stars for our ratings here. We use saplings. And how many saplings? Like, are we, 
<sighs> I'm gonna say like a. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten saplings. I think ten saplings. Yeah, maybe seven and a half because it's an enjoyable story. It's very plot driven. I agree with seven and a half saplings out of ten saplings. I'm gonna be a little more generous, but also because I've clearly, as I said earlier, I've because read because Malcolm is a generous lover be, because he's a generous lover, but also because I've read it three times, so I feel like I've at least in, like <laughs> I've like read it annually, right? So like right. I feel like I've enjoyed it enough. Like I'm gonna give it. Eight saplings. Fair. Um, what about you, Vance? Ooh. I'm going to give it six and a half saplings. Whoa. Oh, you're he's hard to bring us down. So our average is closer to a seven. Our average thing. is closer to uh, a seven. This was my first Mutt book. And so <gasps> I don't I don't want to overshoot too soon, you know? Okay. If I ever get Fair. to come back because, you know, if I come out, it's like, it's a 10. Honey, but based but, on but, what but, Chelsea be talking about with them other books, yeah, I also, don't know what also, else you're Here's expecting. my thought. <laughs> this is the only book that we're doing on a sapling rating. So you can't overshoot it because each book gets its own individual rating system. That's I stand by my rating. That's slightly okay. lower than I expected. Here's what you? I think. I think uh, for me... I enjoyed the story a lot, and I think the story is probably like in that seven and a half territory. I think the uh, the forced nature of of the sex scenes, yeah, where like it just they just were there. She they, was, I think she was like, okay, I'm due for a sex scene, and then put that put it in there. Man, I just got just home from like work. Malcolm. All right, bam. <laughs> just like Malcolm. <laughs> well, and, I feel like earlier on in the book there was more of like the foreplay-ish version of, like, com- like description and detail where there right. was more, like, the wet clothes and the, the pert up. nipples and the No, I think up. if you're going into this book looking to enjoy yourself in that nature. To get aroused. If you're looking Correct. for smut, like, yeah. straight smut, this, this is, is not, not your it. book. This is yeah. not mm-hmm. it. Like, the plot slaps, but you I ain't would... gonna be slapping. Like, the smut could not be in this? Yourself. No, yeah. but Mal is slapping Pippa's ass. Yeah, <laughs> but again, like the smut could not Two be completion. in it, and it would still be one hundred percent. In fact, I asked my husband as soon as he finished it. I was like, "What are your thoughts?" He's like, "It's like a book that I would read, but it just had slightly more sex in it." Yeah, I wouldn't even consider this a smut book. Yeah, like I was expecting nonsense. I was ready. We can you give want you nonsense, Kay? Like, <laughs> girl, you can come back. We got nonsense. I have several recommendations. <laughs> Do not threaten me with a good time. I would like to exceed. I don't want to get into what y'all. Some, you don't want like <laughs> some of that knife shit that y'all was talking about. Like, <laughs> no blood play for Kay. Noted. Yeah, but like, I want to see the the nonsense. Okay, because, I like, I'm trying to stop Is it being... the Requiem for a Dream series? I'll have to find. There's one that's like a more like mafia, super over the top. There's a face tattoo. Oh, that like I mm-hmm. feel like might I I am probably getting the series wrong, but we might need to circle back to that. Honestly, there's so many books we want to circle back to, and just so much time. So please let us know what books you guys want us to review and circle back to. We obviously have our favorites, and as we read new great smut we also will review it as mm-hmm. we go but if there's something mm-hmm. specific you want to hear let us know mm-hmm. thank and you Kay. yeah for oh, joining, no, us, for joining us was my the pretentious pleasure. smut reader exactly like so if y'all need the literary perspective i'm always down and what is it the hustler's wife 
duly by noted. Nikki Turner. Yeah. Thank you. Well, when book. Kay asked me what book to read, and then she's like, also, she's like, for Black History Month, I'm really trying to be intentional with my choices. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. Um, in that case, have you considered that time I got drunk and saved a demon? Do you because- want some paranormal smut? Is that too far for you? Should we no. start with mafia smut? I can, I mean, I kind of want to do paranormal, but like not like wolf people. Okay, so that time I got drunk and saved a demon is for you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna add it to the Goodreads. Looking Perfect. forward to to hearing your thoughts on that. Thanks. We'll circle back. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. It's been real fun. Hope you have a good day. Bye. Bye. Next week on Smut Club. And so, what does an audition for this entail? You have to give Joseph, the pimp manager, a blowjob. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what a job for Joseph. What a hardship. I mean, if they're bad at it, it might be. They use too much teeth. I was gonna, I almost said, is there any such thing as like a bad blowjob? And then I was like, yeah, probably too much teeth would do it. Um, I also, in college, there was a guy that there was like a group of us hanging out and he was talking about how like one time a girl gave him a blowjob and she like actually thought that just meant blow on it. Um, So she was just like (laughs) blowing air on his dick. Oh, I stand corrected. So like teeth and just some. Don't ever do that shit again. (laughs) Don't ever do that shit again. That's it for this week's Mud Sluts. We hope it was good for you, because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.